Hello, friends. I just, I want to talk about horror movies. Can we do that right now, real quickly? Okay, thanks. Welcome to the Nas Red Podcast, where Nas Red talks about movies, a place where movies are discussed. I am Nas Red, and I'm a little high. But listen, the reason I'm doing this... Okay, so I think this is the ninth episode or something, and since the fourth episode, I've always had, I've had someone on, like Jason. Uh, if you've listened, you know who Jason is. And Rick, I had to talk about his film, Zendog, and Jesse, I brought over to review uh, Green Room. But it, it's uh, just me... And the reason I'm doing this is, A, because I want this thing to be kind of consistent, you know, like, uh, because I, I'm enjoying doing this. And B, I noticed, you know, like, my website is actually getting activity, which it never got activity. And, and so I assume people are, like, listening and hopefully people are enjoying this. Sorry, I just wiped my nose. But anyway, the reason I, uh, I want to talk about horror movies and I want to talk about why I love them and why I think they're great. Uh... It's, uh, today is, let me look at my calendar. Today is September 9th, uh, and fall, if fall is creeping in, I think the 22nd is the first day of fall. And whenever this time comes, I get the fever, you know what I mean? And a, a fever for horror films. And it, I always have an appetite for horror films, uh, but around this time, and you know, especially because, you know, Halloween, and I, I guess that has a huge part to do with it, it's just... It's this thing where I want to watch horror films. And then this is a part that as I grow older, I have to phase out because otherwise I'll become like obese or I'll die of like diabetes shock or something. But I eat lots of candy when I'm watching these horror films. Like I like watching horror films and eating candy and smoking weed and, you know, you know, that kind of thing. But and the reason I this and I know it's really early. It's only September 9th and Halloween is 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 a, a little bit away. But uh, the thing that kind of also brought this on is uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. If you haven't seen that, it's and, and you're a fan of Evil Dead, especially it's it's one of the greatest things ever, 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 ever. Okay, and I, I, I rarely like I can I watch shows, you know, but I, I'm not the binge watch type of guy. I, I take one at a time and I think about the episode and and then a day or two or maybe, you know, like I'm watching Walking Dead and it's taking me forever to get through that. But uh, even that's a good show. But uh, I binge watched Ash versus Evil Dead just because I could because it was just so great. And, you know, being a fan of the Evil Dead movies like the original and I thought the, the remake was really great. Uh, uh, I I loved it, and Bruce Campbell is in it, and it's it's just one of the greatest things. The, the cast is great. Lucy Lawless is in it. It's 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 so great, right? And so so I I sort of I felt in these past few days 
the horror fever coming to me. You know what I mean? And again, I can't uh, usually I when the horror fever comes, I go to 99 cent store and I buy candies and I watch these horror films. And uh, and I, in terms of like like I remember like my first. I love horror films, you see, and like my first, and I just want to talk about it and how much I love them, and 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 not even I'm not even trying to justify it because I don't even think I think enough cool people are and normal people, even though I'm, I'm so not normal, but like you know, uh, normal people are in enough normal cool decent people who aren't serial killers are into horror films, so I'm not even justifying it. I'm just saying. I just want to talk about them and just jive with them, you know. But uh, when I was a kid, my first like experience, first of all, when I was a kid, my first experiences with movies were really disturbing, like really in the sense, not disturbing now, like in in what I mean by that is that the movies themselves really disturbed me. I remember my mom used to go to this laundromat, right? And the lady, and you know how, like, when you're a kid, everything looks way bigger? It felt like this lady had, like, a, a projector. And I think she did have a projector. But she would show these movies. And, like, one of the first movies I remember is The Untouchables. And I vividly remember the scene where Robert De Niro uh, beats the guy's brains in with the bat, where he's like, I don't get, you know, if the team doesn't win and he smashes the guy. And then the other movie that I remember, and I was four, or, like, three-ish, four-ish. And I remember seeing all this red and it kind of not being able to put my finger on it, but that like, wow, this kind of disturbs me. But I think it's still interesting. You know what I mean? And one of the other movies she would watch is West Side Story, now that I remember. But I remember the other movie that she would show was this movie. I think Penelope Spheris directed it. it I think it was her first movie. I, I, I mean, after uh, a Decline of Western Civilization. But it was called The Boys Next Door. And it was with Charlie Sheen. And this other dude, I forgot his name, but it was about these two kids and they were basically like the Columbine kids almost like they 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 drive to like L.A. and they kill people or something like on their way. And I just remember having this feeling this, you know what I mean? Like this just oh, this is kind of disturbing. And maybe that's why I don't know if you've looked at my stuff, especially like Fabulous Life of Niaz and, you know, with the feature that I'm developing and making in the shooting in the summer, you would it kind of makes sense because that's one of the things that I kind of like to do as an artist is to disturb now that I think about it. You know what I mean? But not, I don't mean to talk about me. I mean to talk about the genre of horror, which I love so much. But so, so that, those were the first movies that I remember. So to me, movies always did have that, you know, like, cause those movies are pretty bloody and like, and later when I was in third grade, Untouchables was playing on TV and I taped it and I watched it a million times and I love that movie. But anyway, uh, in terms of types of, oh, oh, this is what I want to say. Uh, so then I would watch Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters and that to me was like uh you know I was like five and then that to me like it was it wasn't disturbing it was fun scary you know like that part where uh uh and I know that's not horror but that I you know like in that time the the late 80s there was the mid to late 80s there was this 
thing of like gross out stuff and kid stuff like Beetlejuice. I loved Beetlejuice. Like that was something that I could take. It didn't disturb me, but it like excited me. I liked it a lot. And then of course, like, you know, like Pee Wee Horner, which is just not horror, but it's weird, you know? But, um, uh, what the hell was my point in bringing that up? Hold on. Let me think for a second. Let me look at my notes. Because I'm, I just meant to talk about horror. I didn't mean to talk about my. Oh, but what I was. Oh yeah, yeah. This was uh, eventually like in second grade. I rented from the li- my mom let me rent from the library. Creep show, the movie directed by George A. Romero and Stephen King wrote it, and he's in one of the stories. And that I seriously, when I think about, I don't know like what. If I had to say what my favorite horror movie is, I think it's that because I watched it again recently and it's fun and it it is, you know, like it has that thing, you know, like that thing that I just I like, you know what I mean? But I really don't know what my favorite horror movie is. I love them all. I love uh, Italian horror films like Suspiria, like the Dario Argento stuff and Lucio Fulci and uh, Sergio Bababodo. He's really great. He's a really, really great one. Sergio Babada, though. But the thing with Sergio Babada, though, is he's very terribly misogynist. Shame on you, Sergio Babada, though. But um, uh, I just made that up. There is no Sergio Babada, though. I'm sorry. But um, hold on. I like foreign horror films like Martyrs and Ichi the Killer is its own discussion. Uh, can you tell I'm high in this whole thing? Ichi the Killer is a film directed by Takashi Miike, and it's one of the coolest films. I, you know, I was going to have its own, I was going to have it have its own episode, but I guess I'll go into it just while I'm, Ichi the Killer is probably one of my favorite films of all time. It is one of my favorite films of all time. If you look at my stuff, I rip off of it a lot. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of it has to do like, okay, Pulp Fiction is a big movie, but Kill Bill was like, oh my God. And I was like, I think I was 20 when that came out. And I've always been like, since Pulp Fiction, I've always been like the QT fanboy, you know, and I don't give a fuck. Like, uh, but Kill Bill was sometimes when I think about it, I, I think it's, it, in my in for me it surpasses pulp fiction like it, it i think it's one of the best movies ever 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 in the universe that will ever be created but the thing that i always liked like when i was a kid and you know you're reading about quentin tarantino and stuff and then and then that leads to like john like john woo and it leads to like all these other things and stuff and i felt like kill bill really kind of legitimized that that Asian kind of thing in Hollywood cinema. I, I, that sounds so pretentious to say. Not, I mean, it made it popular, basically, you know? And it made it cool and stuff like that. So around that time, I think 2001, uh, Ichi the Killer was made. Uh, Kill Bill was uh, later than that. But, like, Ichi the Killer is this movie from 2001. It's directed by Takashi Miike, who's this uh, dude, like, he makes, like, three movies a year or four movies a year. I don't know if he's still doing it at that pace. But he's made a lot of really fun, crazy movies. He made Audition, which is like a big one that everybody talks about. But my favorite movie of his is Ichi the Killer. And Ichi the Killer is kind of like a warped, perverted Batman. If Batman wasn't perverted enough, I don't know. But uh, but one of the guys in it is like this blonde. He's he, he's he. The way I always sell it to people is like I'm always like, oh yeah, this dude is like the Johnny Depp of the of J- Japan. I think his name is Tadanobu Asano, and uh, he plays this guy named Kakihara. And if you look at the character design of Kakihara and just the way he looks, 
you and you look at Heath Ledger's Joker, I don't know. I'm not saying like somebody ripped that off. Because I do think Kakihara is in its own way a ripoff of the Joker. Because it, it's from a manga. But it is it, it does look like, oh, hmm, maybe the people that made the Dark Knight, not not Christopher Nolan himself, but like maybe like the you know, they've seen obviously they've seen, you know, Ichi the Killer. It's a huge movie, I think, in certain circles. But it's one of the I think one of the best movies ever made. It's incredibly gory. That's why I'm bringing it up in this horror discussion. But I don't totally think it's a horror film. It's just really gory. It's more like a Yakuza movie on acid. But uh but um but yeah, but that is kind of its own discussion. But um, I love, one of the things that I love about horror is I love hearing certain directors talk about horror. Like, I love Eli Roth when he talks about horror. I love Guillermo del Toro when he talks about horror. John Landis and Joe Dante are, like, I could listen to them for hours. And maybe I'm just trying to, you know, I don't know, like, be like, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I'm just doing my thing. But anyway, but also because I have the horror fever and I have it bad. It, and honestly, it's worse than Zika, the horror fever. Oh, God, I'm sorry. But for saying that, that was insensitive. I apologize. Maybe I'll edit that out. But uh, but uh, Hitflix, this website, I don't r visit them regularly, but I just looked up all oh, the top 100 horror films ever made. Uh, they uh, made this list of like, yeah, the top 100 horror films ever made. And I went down the list and I think I saw 80 of them. And so there was like 20 more to go. So I made a list of those. And then I looked which ones I could get from the library and which ones I would have to buy from Amazon. And then, you know, that's that's the thing that I'm going to do. Jeez, do you know which movie that I saw like recently that was on that list? Deliverance. Like I haven't I know all the things that come from that movie. You know what I mean? Like the banjos dun, 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 and the 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 man rape. But geez, I didn't think the man rape would be that brutal. It's one of the most upsetting scenes i've ever seen and you know honestly like okay like when i was in like my mid-20s and i was writing scripts and stuff like a lot of my stuff i don't think i ever had like rape in a script but you could say that my stuff was pretty misogynistic misogynistic because there was a lot of like violence towards women but the thing is like my main characters were all women you know what i mean like it i i i rarely had scripts that i wrote when with, with men main characters and um what the hell was i talking oh oh the, the deliverance rape thing okay so when ever since i was a kid as it just i swear to god like rape was always something that kind of made me feel you know in in movies i mean uh, and in life of course like queasy and uncomfortable like for the longest time i always looked at the cover of uh, a clockwork orange i remember okay if you're old enough when vhs was a thing and you know when vhs was a thing you would have these things called video stores and they had a lot of these things called videos in them and when i was a kid i would go to the horror section and i would just look at the horror videos and i would form like an, a terrifying movie in my head and you know as an adult and i go back and i seek out those movies uh, the, the movies are pretty tame compared to the movies in my head but anyway a clockwork orange even though it wasn't in the horror f section 
I always just looked like the most disturbing movie you can imagine if you hadn't seen it. You know what I mean? It had that weird uh, picture of Malcolm McDowell where it was kind of a painting, but it was it wasn't. It was like a weird graphic design. And then if you looked on the back, there was a picture of him uh, putting like a like a ball in that woman's mouth with the tape. That's and to me that and then on the front of the of the of the of the video it said i think something to the effect of like being the adventures of a young man whose principal interests are beethoven rape and ultraviolence and as a kid that was always really scary for me and it wasn't until i was like 14 that i bought the novel just because you know i there, there used to be a book called ultraviolent movies that I, I would always thumb through in the bookstores and they always talked about that so eventually you know just being a kid i like movies i i i bought the novel and i read it first and then i got the movie and and i showed that movie to my cousin and yeah i still think the rape is really upsetting it's 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 devilishly funny on a filmmaker filmmaker thing because of the fact that he's singing that I'm singing in a rain thing you know but I mean it is kind of ugly not kind of it's very ugly let's let's get on record here Nas Red thinks violence against women is ugly in fact if you look at my my short film Detective Cook and Ashby the greatest Tarantino ripoff film ever made uh, uh, one of the characters played by Jason Lanier White who was on this podcast uh, says to one character who is about to rape this woman who gets killed, he says, is this what you get off on, man? Violence against women? And the guy says, no, violence against people. And so, yeah, like, violence against women, I think, is a pretty ugly thing in, in movies and in life and yada, yada, yada. But, but filmmakers are artists and they must paint with many paints and brushes and yada, yada. But what I'm saying is the the scene in Deliverance when the... First of all, I knew... Burt Reynolds was in it. And at, when I was like a teenager, I had seen a little bit of the beginning, but then I, I, it was on TV. And so like somebody f flipped the journal. But uh, so I always assumed that it was e the, the person to get raped was uh, was either Burt Reynolds or uh, uh, Angelina Jolie's dad, John Voight. And so I always imagined them going, no, no, you know, like, but then when you watch it, it's spoilers for Deliverance. It's Ned Beatty. And it kind of, it's a really upsetting scene. And like, he's so degraded and just humiliated. And what a brave actor Ned Beatty is. I hope he's, you know, still alive and well. And I hope he's recovered from that experience because it's really unpleasant. Hold on, let me look at my notes. I, maybe I'm done here. Um, I don't mean to offend anybody with this uh, scenario, with, with, with this uh, uh, anecdote, but this actually happened. I went to see The Green Inferno, and I went to see it at the promenade, okay? And then while I'm in the parking garage, I saw these two Muslim guys praying, okay? And I'm Persian, and I come from a Muslim background, so, you know, don't think I'm racist or anything. But I did think while I was driving, right? They were praying outside of their cars in the parking garage. And so I just drove and parked because whatever, if they're going to, you know, if I'm, I, I walked to the theater thinking, okay, I don't, I really don't, at the end of the day, I won't be too funny with this, but like, I don't think, I didn't really think they were going to totally blow up the place. Like, uh, I wasn't like a hundred percent positive they were going to blow up the place, but I did have this thought that if they are going to blow up the place, I'm comfortable 
with the Green Inferno being my last movie, being the, like the last movie that I see. Like, I'm cool with that. That's fine, universe. Okay. If it's going to go down like this, I really hope, you know, again, I peace and love. I hope the, the world gets to like a good place where, you know, war and these thoughts don't even occur to a human being. But, you know, that's just the way it is. It's like, you know, uh, when I saw Green Inferno, by the way, like, I don't know, like when I see a good kill it's it it makes me giddy i giggle like i laugh at movie violence because i know it's fake like that's the other thing like now like i remember like in the 90s it used to be that like oh snuff films were a, a urban legend now it's everywhere so it's like the act of making a horror film i think is so innocent and 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 good for humanity that like these anxieties can be worked out in some way. I don't know. I mean, not to get so big about it, but like, I, listen, that's it. I love horror. I love horror films. There, it's it's the best genre. Okay, that's it. And horror is my home. And if you insult horror films, you insult my home. Get out of my house. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasred. Email me at nasredpodcast at gmail. Com and visit me at nasred.com for all of your nasred needs and please do like share subscribe on itunes and leave me a beautiful review goodbye friends